0: Becca that's interesting to me You don't strike me as like Achievement oriented Okay (laughs) Uh. Not in like a Did that sound bad? (laughs) Manic
1: Pixel Jump scare
0: Hosted by Quinn Murphy
2: and Becca Hobart.
0: Hi. Hi. We're Quinn. We're Quinn. And we're Becca. And we're Becca. And welcome to Manic Fixy Jumpscare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and, and love, love for each, for each other.
2: other. So, wow. Quinn, I did notice a little animosity. <laughs>
0: I, guys, I am so frantic right now. I can't. I'm going to explain it later. I'm going to save okay. it for something in our show. Maybe you can guess what it is. Okay. But I'm bringing an energy into the podcast today. And let's just say everyone should be a little scared. Just kidding. It's um, not, okay.
2: It's not necessarily negative, but I feel the heaviness of your aura
0: yeah i think there's like yeah there's definitely a franticness and i'm Mm -hmm. so glad Mm -hmm. you brought up aura because perfect (laughs) And, and it's it's part of the reason i need to put aside whatever i'm feeling in this moment because today's a very special day oh my goodness yes it is and i am wearing my special shirt to celebrate that day
2: oh my god how could i forget because
0: it is the birth the day in which we celebrate the anniversary of the birth of our Lord and our Savior, Miss Lady Gaga. Stephanie Lady Gaga. Who will always be famous. Absolutely slaying on the set of Joker Foualado. Um, <laughs> oh, baby. oh, baby. I cannot believe I'm going to have to watch that. I cannot <laughs> believe I'm going to have to Damn watch that. Damn DC movie.
2: yeah. Um, She's doing what? Who, who tweeted? Oh, Grimes, was it? I tweeted something about that, and I was like, yeah, probably. Like, everyone's going to go watch this movie. It's going to be crazy. I Most don't...
0: One of the reasons I'm glad I wasn't, like, deeper into Tumblr in, like, the early 2010s is because I feel nothing about Grimes other than, like, utter skepticism.
2: Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I feel like I don't have any attachments to her, which, like... And, like, I don't know. I think she's... I just think if you dated Elon Musk, like that, what's not clicking? What's not clicking? And you had multiple children with this man. She Even sweared. after y'all were broken up, you had a whole other child with him after you were broken up and reading the Communist Manifesto.
2: Yeah. You had done the reading.
0: Yeah. There's something so dark side about it. Um, about mm-hmm. her. Yeah. But. This one queen on Canada's Drag Race season two once did a really funny snatch game as Grimes though, really, yeah. And it was like it was like oh Grimes that's a really that's gonna be a hard character. But then she was like really good actually, and she was one of those girls you didn't quite know was funny, and so you didn't know if she was capable of being funny, and so she proved herself, and she had proved herself there.
2: Good. No yeah. Grimes is very like, Azealia Banks to me.
0: Yeah, but Azealia Banks is mother. Like, so,
2: well, of course, we can't ignore the heinous things she's done and said.
0: <laughs> me rolling my eyes dismissively. Water
2: under the bridge, Stancy. Be honest, like, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing she won't make me do, but she's anyway. one of the most
0: uncancelable people because she just rejects the narrative. <laughs>
2: You're right. She'll flip it and twist it. Exactly. Put her bang yeah. down,
0: flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> as Missy Elliott taught us all. Yeah. Served
2: a bit of it in yet. Anywho. Quinn. So I know you're saving your your intel, I suppose, but what else has been going on with you lately?
0: Wow. Guys. I've been on a harrowing journey. Oh for the past week oh boy guys i've been job hunting (gasps) oh dear and i hate that this is who i am now um this is sad i hope it wouldn't have to come to this i know (laughs) guys i was trying to be unemployed and you know it's hard it's hard actually people are like oh being unemployed is so easy you just sit and you know find little tasks and it's like yeah right. that's part of it definitely but is it sustainable for some people yeah Mm -hmm. it turns out I might not be one of those people and I'm getting off the train a little bit maybe before my stop before like you know they're like you have to get the fuck woof but you know that's what makes the most sense for me and my family at this moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so yeah, I've been looking for jobs. And um looking for a job is actually complicated by the fact that you have really like no idea like <laughs> what you want to do. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you have some idea, but it's just like like the kind of career I want to do isn't on like indeed.com and like Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, let me get this. Like, let me, oh, let me become a consultant or let me, you know, what's another entry level mm-hmm. position? Level one <clears throat> wizard, level one elf, level one cleric if sure. you're in the world of warcraft. That's the kind of industry you're working in. Like there's not of that course. same like path. And so mm-hmm. then it makes it hard because you're just like doing you're looking for jobs that might not ultimately be fruitful and that would be or not fruitful but like might not propel you towards your goals in any other way just than like making you money sure and that would be all fine and good and dandy if I literally wasn't given this message from society my entire life that like every move you make in your life has to be like in the interest of like the next move you make and so your career path is supposed to be built on like Oh you'll get into your industry And then you'll move up and do all that And then you'll retire But that doesn't work the same way for the industry I want to work in
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then when it was like When I would verbalize obviously that I wanted to be like A creative or an artist or something Everybody's always like oh my god that's not a thing That's hilarious (laughs) And it's like it's so Annoying because one of Our professors at Pitt actually wrote a really great op-ed For a local paper about this but, like, I hate that whole mentality of, like, oh, what do you mean you're going to be an artist? Like, that never happens. People aren't that. And it's, like, girl, where do you think all the shit you watch on Netflix comes from? Yeah. Or, literally, like, where do you think any of the media you consume comes from?
2: Yeah. It's famously one of the biggest
0: industries ever, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, if you conglomerated, like, all the artistic fields with each other, like... A huge. Exactly. <laughs> huge. And so, like, what do you mean, like, oh, no one does that? Like... Maybe nobody you knows.
2: <laughs> you knows.
0: I, I wasn't even. My mind got so confused there. Like I was like, maybe nobody you know. But then I was like, no, that's not how you say that. You have to add an s to that. I'm like, so I wasn't
2: obsessed. Obsessed with that. Nobody um, you knows.
0: Nobody you knows. But um, I say that a lot now. Cool. Hey, nobody you knows. Um. When. <laughs> I'm trying to be private from my friend um knows, from my friend you knows, and I'm on the phone and he catches me on the phone and he says, who are you talking to? And I go, "Nobody, buddy, you knows.
2: Oh my God, Quinn. Oh my God. First of all, we now have footage of you saying... Messy, us saying, "I'm talking to my friend." Nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oof. Quinn's brain at work. No, my this brain is, what, is. This is what a job hunt will do to a boy.
0: Do you know? Do you know that movie that was like the Scarlett Johansson movie where it was like she took a pill and she could use? It's like you can only use ten percent of your brain. At use time, all your whatever. brain. <laughs> I feel like I took that pill. Like, I took the Yas pill, and now 100% of my brain is activated.
2: (laughs) Dude. Dude, when that, that was, like, I feel like that movie changed everyone's life because they all started believing that we actually only use, like, 2% of our brain, which is
0: just not true. Yeah.
2: Like, imagine that. Imagine if all of our brain was so useless like that.
0: I know. Like, why would... And also, like, among mammals, we have such a unique, like, head shape, and, like, our head to like body ratio is so crazy compared to literally every other animal on earth yeah it'll be like, so ironic just... if like <laughs> that was all for not yeah if it was all for nose that would fly literally that would fly in the creation <laughs> that would fly in the face of any sort of creationist argument so true um Mm-hmm. but yeah so, so it's mostly
2: just like online like indeed.com like yeah
0: yeah that Indeed. is so tough but I- okay maybe it's just because I'm feeling negatively but I did want to mention this piece too is also when I was sure. making my resume because like also as somebody who was like told their whole lives they like oh the arts are worthless and trash and like you'll never make money And I'm, and I was just like okay well let me find a way let me try to like mm-hmm. invest my time in this and stuff I'm now hardwired to think that, like, oh, because I was like a theater major in college, oh, because I spent all my time in high school doing like theater extracurriculars, because I've built my whole life around like this idea that I will one day be like a creative working in like theater and entertainment a little bit more broadly, Mm -hmm. that like I don't have any skills to work other jobs. But I had a little bit of like a reverse imposter syndrome moment because I actually, for the first time in my life, made a civilian resume. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I had a theatrical resume obviously but like I had never actually I've had jobs before but I've never actually had to like give them like okay here's my in like a collated work document sure um so I decided to make one of those and when I was like doing the little thing where you're like making little bullet points under each one and be like led team of 70 to off the cliff um like that was really fun kind of affirming in a way because i was like okay i actually have skills like wait what do you mean what do you mean what do i mean
2: (laughs) let the team of 70 off the cliff
0: yeah like you led a group of people so that's a good thing people are looking for and then you have to describe what it is like off the cliff to their deaths
2: is this a saying or (laughs) what's going on it was a joke Oh, my God.
0: Not a good one, apparently.
2: <laughs> I think we're on just two different wavelengths. Like, I wasn't picking up on that.
0: Becca's coming in here with her beautiful energy, with her wavy hair, with her everything, and I'm just, like, a big, like... <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
2: Don't say that. Don't say that. It's okay. It's okay.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> <But anyway>.
2: Oh, <laughs> that was funny. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: this past oh, two boy. minutes is
0: so, so confusing so are... probably shout out to the new listeners um
2: yeah
0: <laughs> you guys are really baptism by fire here but what i was um, saying is right. basically i was like oh i have like a actually i have a lot of cool skills and like diverse skill range that like i'm not sure a lot of other people are having when applying to jobs especially Mm -hmm. people my age so it's like you know that was a cool thing and that was something i wasn't expecting to feel based off the process
2: yeah that is good though i remember last may it was i was on Indeed.com just applying to anything and probably the worst part of it is writing all those stupid cover letters uh
0: that's like my next step and I do not want to
2: oh my god like
0: time and place
2: yeah I am not doing that I never anymore.
0: never time nowhere place
2: <laughs> nor like nor exactly I'm not doing that like you, you're asking me to beg exactly and I don't like that I think it's weird I think it's creepy yeah
0: no it's like Cover letters are so... Because especially when you're... Okay. You're going to ask me to write a cover letter for a job that literally pays $15 an hour?
2: Girl, I can't in good faith do do that to myself.
0: What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Why? Yeah. yeah. It's rude. Why for?
2: Why? <laughs> <Boy. laughs>
0: like, do you think you're that important in the grand scheme of things? Exactly. Did you have to write a cover letter for Ulta Beauty? No exactly
2: because honestly okay so i applied for a lot of like i don't know companies like creative assistant whatever Mm -hmm. also you just send it to like um these random emails never hear anything back
0: oh a thousand percent
2: that could have been posted three years ago
0: like oh i fully found these like I fully found companies who I definitely suspect to be like pyramid schemes or like scams altogether. Yeah, that you're like, oh, there's no way this is like a real thing, but it is listed on Indeed, so it's like
2: exactly. Indeed definitely needs to do add some vetting to their their process as far as who can post. Literally, because it's it's definitely it's it's offensive.
0: <laughs> to I me, mean, really my rude. family exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, I haven't written I haven't had to written a co (laughs) I haven't had to write a cover letter quite yet. Oh boy. But you know, the day might be coming. Because there is one job that I was like, oh my God, that sounds kind of fun.
2: Is it the teacher one? No. Okay.
0: Well, so here's my thing with being a substitute teacher (laughs) is I'm applying for jobs like to start in like oh. Summer or like yeah late spring summer so I would I probably couldn't even get certified and like <laughs> be teaching by the end of the year like in
2: a timely manner yeah, yeah. no they only got so, one board meeting a month so
0: <clears throat> yeah so that's kind of out for me okay. but the one I was talking about the the only one I think I've flagged so far that requires a cover letter mm-hmm. is okay it's for I probably shouldn't talk shit about it but who who cares. Is a part-time job being like a, a museum like person like a person who like sits at the museum and like greets small groups and like oh cute leaves things and stuff, but it's like you need a cover letter for that. And it's like I think it's maybe for people it is a natural history museum, and it definitely is more for people who are like STEM oriented, which like maybe that is why I need to write a cover letter because maybe I will be like, Oh, I love the sciences. <laughs> Trust trust i love the sciences have <laughs> i not taken a science class in five years yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly but you can appreciate from also, afar did i also one night stay up till 2 a.m trying to figure out how the atomic bomb worked also yes Two
2: because sometimes, every coin.
0: sometimes i just get hyper fixated on something and i need to understand how it happens
2: and some of those are going to be science related
0: Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Me when mm -hmm. I'm looking up videos of tsunamis—that's science. Exactly. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. So, hoping we find a job at some point.
2: Honestly, God bless you, and Quinn. Could be worse. (laughs) No, not good. (laughs) J K, guys. Guys, that we're gonna be grateful, but um. I commend you in this because it is truly the worst part of life. Like it is the worst part of life. We can all I agree. Know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a terrible thing to have to do. And I'm proud of you though, for taking the steps and making an Indeed account. Um, Cause the first part of the process is admitting you have a problem.
0: Yeah. Do you know what is so much more fun than making a resume? What? Making a CV.
2: know what's that
0: it's like a it stands for like curriculum vitae i want to say but it's basically just like a longer resume oh. i'm surprised you don't have to make one for grad school no but yeah it like lists it's like it's more education focused so like it's like your education is front and center even though it's front and center on my regular resume too but mm. um It's definitely more of a thing in like academia, like academics have CVs and stuff. And it's also like what resumes look like elsewhere from the United States, but they're basically just like longer resumes.
2: Okay. That would be fun to do.
0: Yeah. And it's also the fucked up thing also about applying for jobs is that you have to like tailor your resume to each different job listing because all these companies are using screeners for that like look for keywords. And if your resume doesn't have the keywords, then it weeds you out. Yeah, so like you have to like study the job listing and like replace like certain verbiage and make like different versions of your resume. It we have lost the plot, of the species. <laughs> we have literally lost the plot.
2: If we can't, if I can't be given a fair shot by a human being reading my the bare bones of myself literally. and my history. Mm-hmm. How can I make it
0: in this After world? After you're gonna ask me to beg to work for you?
2: Yeah, please, 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 please. Sorry.
0: I want to. <laughs> there's this great moment from sibling rivalry where Monet Exchange talks about doing um, magic mushrooms and <laughs> having a vision that she went back to live in like ancient Mesopotamia.
2: Oh wow!
0: And I need to do something like that because I just need to get away from it all.
2: Quinn, we should do our high episode. Uh...
0: Oh my god, on <laughs> Psychosyllabubin i can't wait that would actually be good because then our trip sitter would be like monitored
2: and it would be the podcast room
0: no we would need like an actual person okay when we when (laughs) beck and i are actually interviewing producers as we speak
2: yeah Um, it's true it's
0: true it's so true
2: number one contender captain jason What's he doing Uh-oh. in the off season? He couldn't like, be a yeah. producer because I would
0: I would there would be HR complaints. Let's just say that.
2: <laughs> From the both of us. From
0: the both. <laughs> <laughs> HR would be
2: swamped. Uh, that's hilarious. Um
0: anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Captain Jason though, Becca, yeah. I have so I have finished my viewing of below deck season five, like the season. Yeah. Which you were excited for me to watch. But uh-huh. um, I did not watch The Reunion. Okay. Either part of it. Partly because it was on Zoom, so I'm just not excited to watch it. But I oh, am excited shit. to watch it. It's such a crime that, like, such a good... Like, such a season that needs a reunion. If I there's a season know. of television that needs a reunion, it's below deck season five.
2: Literally. Like, in person for them to exactly, yell each other. Exactly. But <laughs> what
0: happened but COVID... Probably the greatest Oof. thing COVID has ever taken from anyone is the fact that <laughs> the they were in not to five, season five reunion in person.
2: It's just, it's despicable.
0: Like,
2: oh. So what were your thoughts, though? Like, ending thoughts?
0: Jess and Rob, psychopathic. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Jess was <laughs> absolutely psychotic. It was actually crazy because I liked her a lot. And then... Mm-hmm she was she... honestly just being a psycho yeah especially when asia came on the board because like asia's one of the best people to ever be on the show and poor asia is really just on this boat and she's like i'm here on a favor and i'm not really <laughs> connecting with any of these people because you know when i'm on a boat i like to do like banter and none of these people really have banter like, and, I'm I'm really homesick. Boat, and i'm really homesick and i felt for my girl in that moment because i'm like yeah girl none of these people are fun no literally like malia's on the boat literal white <laughs> bread sitting in a stool like
2: uh um uh, uh, malia is such i i feel like i know girls like malia mm-hmm. i don't know just like from sports she describes especially herself as a
0: guys girl definitely it's really
2: scary it's really scary to do that yeah
0: yeah she's always talking about how she has four brothers it's like we get it uh
2: yeah oh boy i know
0: (laughs) when she she had one confession where she was like my mom raised five boys oh wait she actually raised four boys but i'm basically a boy (laughs) oh
2: it cringes me (laughs) stop that (laughs) Uh, i mean oh my god 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 bless you
0: her and Tom have the most boring sex. I know that for a fact. It cannot oh, like.
2: Oh, I can't it's even. So
0: <laughs> like, if I were stuck in a room with the two of them, I'd kill myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I try not to, try to kill, kill myself. myself.
0: <laughs> no, guys, Challenge it wouldn't be that failed. serious. But.
2: Just...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah she would have gotten uh, me on I, that one
0: i don't want to spread hate on the internet like obviously all these people are beck and i are a comedy podcast where we're just saying things to say things and we're not actually mm-hmm. judging these people but back to judging them yeah, yeah. <laughs> malia and tom i was not boat i just think showmances in general are so uninteresting
2: yeah usually like, they are yeah
0: it's like who cares
2: Especially Conrad was the
0: one I was invested in, and that even got boring.
2: Yeah, because just after a while, like they're gonna fight, and you know that, and it's Uh always gonna be about something stupid, and then it's gonna interrupt the work, and then everything is like about that then.
0: And you're like, literally, damn,
2: I can't have any fun now.
0: (gasps) When Rob didn't do the crossing,
2: I was so mad at him. I felt
0: disappointment. I was like, I thought you were about to get a head on your shoulders. Yeah, and then doof, and then doof going he to Bali. to pass
2: out. Yeah. <laughs> it was so goofy of him.
0: And so obviously the whole Hannah situation. Right. I think literally everyone handled it exactly the wrong way. Like everybody it was weird. <laughs> it was weird how literally everybody. So the three parties in the situation mm-hmm. are Sandy, Malia and Hannah. Yeah. And it was almost as if God came down told them told all of them, like, full given circumstances, and said, you actually have two choices. One is completely right, the other is completely wrong. And all three of them chose the exact wrong thing to do.
2: Uh Uh-huh. And did it on live television.
0: Exactly. Because first (laughs) you have Hannah, who, for some reason, decides not to register her prescription with the boat. Yeah. Weird. Which which I understand. I can understand a little bit because it's like, why do you need to know that? Like, because like if it's up in the bridge, especially if it's for something, especially if it's Valium or something for like a panic attack, which seems like that's what the prescription was mainly for. Yeah. Um. Sh- I would understand like not wanting to like have to be like in the throes of a panic attack, which is like a horrible place to be mm-hmm. and have to go Up to the bridge and see your boss (laughs) expose yourself to your boss in that way, Mm -hmm. and then be like, Can I take my Valium? And it's right. And they're like, Oh, I actually have to call a nurse offshore, like Malia was describing with like the Benadryl. I'm like, that actually sounds nightmarish. And so, like, in a certain way, I understand what Hannah did, but also like it was so like flagrantly against the rules, Mm -hmm. even like. But I feel like we talk about the Valium a lot. The fact that she had a CBD pen, I felt like was way more damning.
2: Yeah. Because it's just like there's too. no
0: reason you should have that on the boat. Yeah. That's and she was like, oh, it's legal in Spain. And I'm like, girl, but maritime law is different.
2: Yeah. And she knows that. So. Yeah. And
0: so that was like the whole I basically think she didn't have like a defense in the matter. Um mm-hmm. but then we have Malia who, like, I guess she did the right thing, like, technically. Mm-hmm. It was just, it just came down to she was more loyal to Sandy, and Sandy yeah. ran a greater risk having those drugs on the boat than Hannah did. Yeah. Um, And so she told Sandy, but, it, like, honestly, if I were Malia, if I'm Malia in that situation, I go to Hannah and say, hey, I saw this. Mm-hmm. Like, especially because, what well, was also it was so messy how it was after the whole room thing
2: exactly like the timing of it was so particular yes.
0: and the fact that like how long did she actually know
2: exactly like that's how old wonder. was the photo
0: because they because they presented it as oh when she was cleaning up her stuff to move in with Tom mm-hmm. that's
2: when she yeah
0: came across I also it. thought I also thought Malia and Tom were so ridiculous about the bedroom thing.
2: No, that was stupid. Like, you're going to whine and cry about not, like. Literally. Yeah, that's stupid.
0: Anyway, but if I were Malia, I would have just gone to Hannah and been like, hey, I saw these things. They're really not supposed to be on the boat, but I don't want to lose you your job. But I also don't want to lose Captain Sandy, her license. So if you could find an arrangement where I never have to see those again. Like we can be
2: done with it. Yeah, we can
0: be completely done with it, and no one ever has to know. That's just me personally.
2: I think that's what I would would do too, and I would
0: do that somewhere off camera. Yeah, I would try to find an off camera. I would be singing "Happy Birthday" between it, so they couldn't record us. Like I, I'd do something. Yeah, I would take Um, up the
2: ukulele for three months, and then,
0: (laughs) and so, and then. Captain Sandy was also a little ridiculous like like again she probably in the end did like the right thing with her set of circumstances because Mm -hmm. like because she knows about the drugs on the boat and because she like verifies them and stuff and because it's also like on recording Um, yeah like but just the stuff she was saying after but my thing is Sandy Stick to, oh, it's policy. Sorry, it's policy. Yeah. But then she started adding all this stuff about, and honestly, Hannah, I don't feel safe going to sea with you in this condition. You haven't really been yourself this season. Don't say that. Don't say that because then it starts to feel like a personal decision and that's how Hannah took it.
2: Yeah, I know. Like, (laughs) Like that was her mistake. like, My hands are tied. My hands hands are are tied. tied. (laughs) Sorry my hands and are left tied it at that. sorry exactly.
0: my hands are tied sorry yeah like
2: but it did get personal
0: yeah and also when she was like what if she overdoses
2: well yeah that was a little much
0: girl are <laughs> On you a CBD for fucking pen. real <laughs> for fucking real right now right valium and cbd yeah two things that are famously like you basically can't overdose (laughs) on like what yeah because you can like yourself she's yeah that was that like that got a little ridiculous to me and that reminded me of some other people who are sober who i happen to know and sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes sober people love y'all support y'all but sometimes y'all can be a little fucking judgy extremists Uh, yes Mm. yeah yeah you essentialize everyone's problems down to the substances they may or may not be using or abusing and like Mm -hmm. sometimes that is the truth and sometimes it's not yeah um and so that's kind of how i read that whole exchange but i thought the overdose thing was just so ridiculous um but yeah basically everybody handled it wrong and that's yeah that's what i happen to think
2: Oh, yeah, season five generally, what a mess, yeah, but it
0: also there were so many episodes, like it kind of dragged a little bit towards the end, I feel I get that, especially at the end, the only thing there was was Robin uh Jess, like that was the only right in the butt conflict moment. towards the end of the season, like
2: mm-hmm. season six, what a great crew, really. There's only, like, there's really no villain except just, like, one or two. Well, cool. You know? We've talked yeah. about how the narrative of, like, a lot of people are in the gray area. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah. I've been taking it. I actually season. haven't
0: watched in, like, two days. I watched the Captain Lee special oh. last night. Oh. But nice. I haven't watched, like, an episode of Blow Deck in, like, two whole days. Oh, my gosh. Actually, three maybe now. Oh, my God. Who am I? Um
2: I cannot say the same. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. You started
0: yeah, a whole true. new journey.
2: <laughs> it's true. I well, so I'm back in the med, but this is for spinoff series below deck sailing yacht. Oh so me and Jewel actually just finished season one. Work. Like earlier today. Um Jump Scare, Adam's back.
0: Oh, I know that. I know that about season one.
2: Being super villainous as ever. I hear he's
0: bad again in season one. Oh, yeah. Because he had a little redemption moment in season three, was it?
2: Yeah. Um, I think just to his core, though, he's just kind of like a dick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That could be very true. Um,
2: and I feel like that's true about a lot of people who live in vans.
0: Van lifers? I can't fully trust. There's it. a little something I don't trust about it all the way.
2: I like It's Bertini. something nefarious.
0: I like Bertini, Bertina's but there are good. exceptions to every rule.
2: Exactly. Van Liffers are nefarious, and I'll leave it at that. But um, you're going to love watching, and I think you should watch, uh-huh. because it is truly so interesting just to see like how a sailboat
0: works. That's cause... why I want to watch it.
2: No, like it does go crazy in that there are moments where
0: they're like fully sideways.
2: Yes, and they're like, watch out! <laughs> like people are getting crushed by chairs. It's it's awesome to be honest. Um, <laughs> Captain Glenn. Oh.
0: New icon. incredible, oh, yeah. Really?
2: Like o- officially, like he's wow. just so chill. He's like this little Canadian man. Work. He doesn't get like mad, um, ever. He's just always kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever, honestly, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there is stew- two stews, a chief stew, a chef, and then a first mate, two deckhands, and then the engineer is a character mm. in the crew this time. Wow. Um, so it was really entertaining i will i will tell you that much Mm -hmm. um oh also they had probably the worst guests i've ever seen in my life really i don't want to spoil too much but there was a group of guys from new jersey
0: Uh is all i'll say that's that's all you need to say really
2: yeah well okay i will tell you this one moment Uh uh-huh one of the guys from new jersey it was a crazy thing to do, knowing he's on camera. Fully picked up one of the stews and started doing like, like I don't even know like lifts with her, and she was like, "Please put me down, please put uh, like me down." like Curling her,
0: I've seen. There's a YouTube. They have it on YouTube. I like see it sometimes. I've okay, never yeah. On the video, yeah.
2: Well, so that happened, and she like walked away and was like upset, obviously. And he, under his breath, said, "Don't tell no one." Oh my god, you want to talk about nefarious?
0: It's like when those guys in the very first, like the very first charter of low deck ever, they ended the charter early because the guy they suspected the guys to have cocaine on the boat.
2: Yeah. It was giving that except no drugs found. Literally. Like,
0: <laughs> just the worst. But it was how they were met. like cl- waking up the boat, leaving the boat and they were like, people were like, Oh my god, can you believe this? And one guy was just like, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> like <laughs> and then they're like walking down the dock and he's like looking behind them it's like <laughs> oh my god how to incriminate yourself using body <laughs>
2: yeah um yeah so it was really good and uh, adam adam and his love life i can't like you're not gonna enjoy the boatman's that was going on there is all i'll say as well
0: yeah, especially because it's in hard it. to do. He's a psychopath, actually. He is a psycho,
2: like he really is.
0: It's something about being in love. Like sometimes people just turn psychotic. Maybe him and Jess should link up. And they be would love each other.
2: <laughs> little fucking psychos and freaks. Who kills because, who first? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're entering a rizz off.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. Because that. The only way out is murder.
0: Sparks fly, and them too. It's like, <laughs> like electricity. electricity.
2: You might die. Alrighty. Oh. Um,
0: what else is going on in the world of Pekka?
2: Yeah, good question. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, as the sun has started to emerge, um, just like every spring, I find myself getting happier and happier
0: it's truly
2: crazy like it's really crazy when you're like oh i just needed to be outside literally (laughs) this whole time the problem was me
0: (laughs) yeah the sun the sun (laughs) setting i just had no vitamin d no it's really like i'd be watching jeopardy and i'm like oh my god it's so light out
2: yeah like what a gorgeous thing to do and be
0: oh uh, and it's been nice a couple of days like i've genuinely like i've like taken my dog out on walks according to like if it's sunny i'm like oh my exactly. god it's sunny i should go and walk right now while it's still yeah. sunny
2: yeah i went on a gorgeous um, walk oh quinn did i tell you about this when i went on a walk the other day what is this <laughs> exactly depends on what this is <laughs> I went to walk the other day in my neighborhood, and I'm at the end of my street about to cross into the neighborhood adjacent to mine. Mm-hmm. And what do I see but a man coming out of his house around 30, mm-hmm. mustached up? I said, Sir, what are you doing here living on my block? <laughs> my block?
0: <laughs> me, swallow me, <laughs> me. drip down the me. side of
2: me. <laughs> Quick, quick, drop out. Um, and he uh, then got into his jeep and drove away. And I was like, No way, like, <laughs> I'm, no gonna start way. Something- <laughs> like I'm gonna start banter with him. Like, <laughs> it's so- wait, why is Aisha always on 0.75 speed? Love her. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I was like. That and the sunshine, like, oh my god, because it's kind of like sparking up I just love a little bit of mystery. Uh huh. And it's like kind of sparking that up for me. Like I need to know, like, does he have a hot wife? Uh-huh. Like what is it gonna be my role in their marriage <laughs> and things like that.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's an important thing to know ultimately. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for recognizing that. Oh my goodness. I don't have any hot neighbors. Well, not so, yet. That's why I need to relocate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge. Um, And mm-hmm. that's all we'll give you guys on that. Yeah. Um, But I think this has been a pretty successful catch up. Um, I think so too. And so Becca and I are going to go away for just a minute and then we'll be right back to get into today's topic. hmm. Oh my god. Good day, Scott. That was something scary.
2: I am Titanium.
0: Okay, Megan.
2: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. That's what I was trying to serve in my intro.
0: Exactly. But we are back. And this week, Becca and I have decided to do something crazy. (gasps) Spooky. (laughs) <laughs> literally and <laughs> we've decided to take personality tests
2: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and by tests we mean exactly two yeah <laughs> so we took the classic myers-briggs which gives you those yep. four letters and actually there's a fifth letter now which i was not aware of
2: oh i've heard yeah
0: yeah so this is my first time taking one with the fifth letter and i was like oh so this is new and then mm-hmm. we also took the enneagram Yes. Um, which is another famous little girl in terms of personality tests, and so I suppose we should start with the Myers Briggs. So, Becca, yeah, you want to talk about what you got on your Myers Briggs test?
2: Yeah. First, did you have you ever taken any of these tests before? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can get into that when. We discussed that. Um, okay, so my Myers Briggs personality came to be after this round of testing. Uh huh. E N F J A. Oh. Quinn, I'm dying to know.
0: So mine came in as E N F P T. Oh, but it's interesting about previous times I've taken the test because I've also gotten ENFJ. Okay. A lot. Okay. Like I've gotten ENFJ a good bit. Um, okay. And I've also gotten ENTJ.
2: Okay. I've gotten INFJ before. Okay. But I've taken it multiple other times where ha- I have gotten. E and F J. Okay, work. I've always been A, not T. I've
0: never taken it with the t- I've never taken it with that, I feel like.
2: I forget even what the A stands for, but T is turbulent. Assertive. Okay. It just means I th- it it literally I think just means like that you're Secure not insecure. Like it it it's like how far you are on each of the scales. You know, like you're not really in the middle for one. Like each well, one of I, read it, a, like a I read it. I read it, and it sounded
0: like I was because I got turbulent, and they made tur- like turbulent because they make everyone sound like like there are strengths and weaknesses to both. But they were like, yeah, so mm-hmm. turbulent people are generally worse off than <laughs> certain. People. It's
2: kind of like hard for you. I don't know. And I was like,
0: <laughs> so did you take down like your sub scores? Like what percentage you got of each?
2: Oi, oh, I might have to go.
0: Mm. Well. I'll say mine. I, did not. <laughs> I got seventy-one percent extroverted. Okay. Eighty-seven percent intuitive. Um, sixty-four percent mm. feeling. Fifty-seven percent prospecting, and fifty-three percent turbulent. So okay. turbulent edged out assertive by like a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the first times I've ever gotten like the P instead of the J, which was interesting. Do you remember the yeah. little, like, moniker you got? Like, the little name of your personality type? Oh, yours is the protagonist, right?
2: Yeah, mine's the protagonist. What's yours?
0: Mine is the campaigner.
2: Oh, your political background coming into...
0: It seemed a little bit... No, it seemed a little bit more like campaigner was more about, like, more like a DND and d campaign uh. and like, a political campaign. <laughs> oh, like, I see. I felt like the description of the campaigner was a little bit more adventurous Mm -hmm. than the other two personality types i've gotten which are enfj is the protagonist which is what becca got Uh and entj is called the commander Mm. um and both of those i feel like are a little bit more like suited for like politicians and stuff i think in the one i think in the listing for the protagonist that says oh this a lot of politicians have this personality type okay um and so yeah so you're the protagonist so main character of the f- podcast everybody knew that
2: <laughs> i found my uh percentages
0: okay S- state I am- those now <laughs>
2: yeah i am 71 percent
0: extroverted that's crazy we got the same exact percent
2: it's <laughs> <is> really interesting <laughs> Especially because I identify as an introvert. Actually. Yes, I I knew that about
0: you as well. So I, yeah. I was interested. Yeah,
2: and I've always said like I'm not a shy introvert. I just yeah. recognize that I do need my alone time to recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, I am 74% intuitive. Mm-hmm. I am 70% feeling.
0: Okay.
2: I'm 64% judging. Okay. And I'm 63% assertive
0: work so how'd you feel taking like this particular test
2: so i've taken this test before Mm -hmm. um i mean there are so many like the same thing with the political kind of political test we took Uh uh-huh where it's like i need more context for this like Uh it's so like they're just such general statements also like i am i don't know sometimes i'm just like it depends yeah Where, like, I can't say for certain. So there are a lot of ones that I try not to do the gray bubble in the middle.
0: Yeah. But Mm -hmm. sometimes I just had
2: to. I just had to sometimes.
0: Yeah. I didn't find... I generally found this one to be a little bit more specific than the Enneagram. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Like, I didn't feel that same way as much taking this one as i did that feel that way when i was taking the enneagram we'll talk about that a little bit later Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm just realizing now i should have looked into like the background of these tests but google's for you guys um (laughs) guys just trust us they're fun (laughs) myers and briggs were psychologists i suppose um yeah and they were like so what are (laughs)
2: Let's get down to it. I'll
0: do, I'll do <laughs> what for, really? <laughs> and um, for two, you have. And if, if when you four... okay. So he said, yes, we'll go.
2: <laughs> it is a fun fact that um, psychologists generally tell people not to take personality tests like this. Uh-huh. Because they can put you into a box um, <laughs> and make you think <laughs> that you maybe are something or like... like I don't know give you this like poor portrayal of something you need to be or something you aren't or something you I don't know
0: yeah guys literally second second sentence of the Wikipedia page despite its popularity it has been widely regarded as pseudoscience by the scientific community
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just more for laughs. laughs yeah
0: it's more for and that's kind of the other thing I realized taking these is that like it's so it also depends on like the day
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, like, obviously, I came in this bitch feeling crazy, as we heard at the beginning of the recording. Of course. course. And, like, when I was taking this about an hour before we recorded, like, (laughs) I felt crazy. And so, like, maybe that's why I'm turbulent. Yeah. Or maybe it's the fact that I'm, like, a 22-year-old that I feel turbulent. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) 22-year-old, no job. No process. (laughs) And I'm scared. (laughs) Whereas, like, my mom... Somebody who's, like, successful in her job, you know, all that, like, might mm-hmm. get assertive because of, like, her specific circumstances. And that's kind of the thing that is interesting is that it it kind of suggests something about your personality, like you were saying with putting you into a box. It yeah. suggests something about your personality that might be true in a certain moment and not mm-hmm. true in another moment, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. So, I guess we should take it every year to see
0: yeah <laughs> what then happens. What is the um what's the difference between prospecting and judging?
2: Uh, let me bring that up.
0: Because I like every other time I've taken the test, like I don't think I've ever gotten a P before. Like it's always been J. And if anything, the thing that switches is I switch between thinking and feeling, which oh, is ENTJ versus ENFJ.
2: Well, that makes sense with your your whole thing is of two minds, you know? Literally. Um, So J, judgers, tend to be organized and prepared, like to make and stick to plans, and are comfortable following most rules. Uh-huh. Whereas p is a perceiver perceivers prefer to keep their options open like to be able to act spontaneously and like to be flexible with making plans mm. so you said you usually this is your first time having a p
0: yeah
2: well maybe that would make more sense after you've done like a year of travel where you had yeah. to like constantly change you know be adaptable yeah and stuff like that
0: that would make sense i'm definitely much less like Because basically anytime it's like, anytime these things are asking like, oh, I need a plan. I'm like, no, especially being around people who like do need a plan. I've realized how like intensely I don't need a plan sometimes. Fair enough. Whereas like sometimes when people are like, oh, and it's like, that's too much. Right. Too much.
2: That is also the thing with sometimes answering where I'm like. No, because I'm not like this person and I think of like someone who has those traits and it's It's like, like, well, that's not the normal. It's like, who are we?
0: Yeah. Who are we like comparing? Comparing, Exactly. Because
2: if if it's me versus average Joe, my answer might be different. Whereas like people in my life. Yeah. No, not so much. Um, I do have right here pulled up that Elle Woods is believed to be an ENFJ. So therefore I am concreted. (laughs) <laughs> into this personality type forever wait okay um, oh my god this yeah. is a
0: fun thing I didn't even think about of course yeah. people because people love like this is such an internet subculture this test exactly okay. so
2: it is kind of fun to look up
0: ENFP characters Wonder Woman ENFJ oh <gasps> 29 famous enfp fictional <laughs> characters i love how it's like yes these are enfp okay <laughs> buffy summers from buffy the vampire slayer slay <laughs> the fuck on yeah. <laughs> dory from finding nemo hell yeah <laughs> yeah elastic girl from the Incredibles. <laughs> i got a thick juicy ass
2: body adi 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 adi, adi.
0: katniss everdeen
2: Norway.
0: Norway. Are you also experiencing the influx of like Hunger Games discourse?
2: Yeah, I think it's because it just came back on Netflix. People are freaking oh, out. Oh,
0: really? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, because okay, I'm <laughs> I'm like, why is everyone talking about the Hunger Games game all of a sudden?
2: <laughs> no, Which... it did like explode. Ultimately, I mean, it's fine. Rightly I d- so, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did reread the Hunger Games books a couple years ago and I was like, oh my god, these hold up. Like
2: Oh, and The last time I was subbing, when I was asking kids their favorite movie, as I do, multiple of them said Catching Fire. And I was like, oh, right on. A flashpoint
0: moment for people our age. (laughs)
2: Literally. But they're just watching it at the fresh day of 16
0: for the first time. It's my Like, half my Twitter feed is just that picture of Gatna's (laughs) threes. She's so gagged. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Or
2: being um, airlifted out of the dome.
0: Literally. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god and then yeah i mean we talked about it already harley quinn from batman the animated series
2: hell yeah wait Allison taylor rent is pretty little liars and it is an unhealthy ENFJ. <laughs> mm-hmm. wait slay mm-hmm. on her you I- would
0: fake your own death is the thing
2: no, I literally saw a tweet earlier that I was like, "I want to have an Allison in Taylor into summer missing."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs>
0: Mike's mic Mike is like this tweet. <laughs> um, okay, Charles Dickens, another ENFP. Ellen DeGeneres. Oh. Amy Schumer.
2: Oh, oh! I just got hit with some bad ones. Rachel Berry.
0: Oh yeah, Rachel oh, Berry and I famously share birthday. So.
2: Oh boy!
0: Oh boy! Drew Barrymore though, mine's getting better.
2: Aw, that is good.
0: Wait, okay, Mm. now I'm like obsessed. Oh my god! People are like
2: Emma Woodhouse from Emma, the book. Oh, from
0: oh yeah, she's just like me for real. (laughs) She's just like you for real. Sherlock Holmes. Okay, were. That's why I be figuring things out sometimes.
2: <laughs> Have you ever taken the test that's... It's kind of like this. It's not like explicitly a personality test, but it gives Which you... Which Taylor official... Swift
0: album are you based off how you make a grilled cheese?
2: <laughs> that's exactly the one I was thinking of.
0: Exactly, because <laughs> I did take that one <laughs> last <you>. week. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, perfect. And I dig get lover.
2: <laughs> BuzzFeed.com, I love it. <laughs> um. Uh, no, the one where it will tell you the fictional character you are most like and we'll break it down by like percentages Mm. and I did get (laughs) the character I was holding Caulfield from (laughs) shut up don't ever say that please
0: (laughs) I've never even read that book (laughs) I just know he's like incel I just know he's like the king of incels
2: (laughs) yeah he sucks it Um... was like
0: the honors kids didn't read it freshman year like all the like Oh, uh, we had to read it. The kids in like the lower phase it. I don't want to. That sounds well, so fucked up to say. Well, I was like, an
2: honors kid and I read it in 93. For grade. some reason, my
0: <laughs> my teacher must have not liked the book or something. They like, knew that you were already kids.
2: depressed being an honors kid. <laughs> they were like, we can't. So I'm not swim. going to add stress. <laughs> anyway. Um, The character I was 98% like was Kelly from The Office. <laughs>
0: <gasps> oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that
0: I'm means so you're gonna so go to weird. the Ozempic game soon.
2: I know her. <laughs> Mom put me in. Mom put me in. <laughs>
0: I think it's completely absurd a little bit <laughs> that people are like, oh, I'm gonna analyze the personality of this fictional character. Yeah, I mean, I guess I do that, but just in a different way. When I'm that's kind of what acting, that's kind of what reading, is, kind of what reading is like, that's kind of just <laughs> right. like. Um but yeah, I guess I have to take that test now. That's that's the next personality test, actually.
2: <laughs> I would be curious to take it again and see what happens to me. Yeah. Who's well, the fictional
0: character with the fattest, juiciest ass?
2: Elastigirl, I think. <laughs> so you already got that. <laughs> already got
0: that. I'm sorry? <laughs> like I get it. I respect <laughs> it. But it's sort of inevitable <laughs> um <laughs> so are you surprised by anything in like your Myers-Briggs test
2: well I guess I just I don't know like I'm su- kind of surprised that I got as extroverted as you are you know it's kind of yeah. crazy um I know that I'm intuitive and I know that I'm a feeler uh-huh I, I mean, I do stand on the fence of, you know, I do like plans and stuff like that. Yeah. I I can, like, live without them. I'm not going to, like, crumble apart and not remember my daily tasks. Uh-huh. Um, and there is, like, a, a... I appreciate spontaneity and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's not surprising that that's the one I'm, like, most in the middle about. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Since I've gotten this type before but i haven't in a while that was kind of the surprising part to me because i haven't gotten this result in a while so yeah what about you quinn
0: perspective was obviously a little or prospecting or whatever it is perceptive i don't know um it's definitely surprising because i don't think i've ever gotten that before um turbulent also had me feeling a little fucking red when i was reading like oh turbulent people are just like unconfident they're like apparently for my personality type like for the campaigner, like, even turbulent campaigners, like, acknowledge their successes more than, like, a lot of other personality types. Mm. But, like, I don't know. I think it might have honestly just been the day, so I'm not judging myself. But it's it's kind of fun uncovering, like, a new personality type. And this one's yeah. kind of more, like, like, it says on their little website, the16personalities.com campaigners, ENFPs, are true free spirits, outgoing, open-hearted, and open-minded. With their lively, upbeat approach to life, they stand out in any crowd. But even though they can be the life of the party, campaigners don't just care about having a good time. These personality types run deep, as does their longing for meaningful, emotional connections with other people. Aww. And it's just one of those classic things that's like, I forget what it's called, but it's just like written like to be like, oh yeah.
2: <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um... So, I did also find I was also reading like the strengths and weaknesses thing. Yeah, and I found that interesting. Strengths of ENFPs are curious, perceptive, enthusiastic, excellent communicators, festive, which I do agree with, and good natured. And then weaknesses: people pleasing, unfocused, disorganized. (laughs) Those. Doof, like overly <laughs> comedy, doof, overly optimistic, doof, restless, doof, funk. <laughs> um and I thought that was I that was interesting. I generally agreed with the assessment. I wasn't like reading anything where I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that. Yeah.
2: No, they got my weaknesses right down. <laughs> Unrealistic, overly idealistic, doof. intense, doof. overly empathetic, condescending. Doof. <laughs> I did read
0: that condescending one for the protagonist. I was like, "Yeah, I, 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 I,
2: I tried, to fight it, but, but I am charismatic and passionate and reliable, so part of that, like my strengths too, literally, yeah.
0: Okay, so I guess moving away from this one for just a second and going to the enneagram, of course, what." Enneagram type, did you get?
2: So I'm a number three. Work closely followed by eight and two. Okay, work. What about you?
0: I this time I got mostly eight. Okay, like when it had a little description, it was like, oh, eights are, but and I guess we'll just dive right in with my problem with the Enneagram, like literally. I feel like more so than the 16 personalities is like so many of the types get like so big for me. Uh-huh. Like basically looking, cause I took it recently. Like I took it back in November Okay. and I took it today, like freshly and basically like all of the types except for six and nine. Hey, yo, like <laughs> are not um... like, I'm just not a six or a nine unfortunately
2: Mm. right um (laughs) you will never be a peacemaker (laughs) i will never i will never make peace in my life i will never be a skeptic i'm trusting too trusting for all that
0: um but then like the rest of them like i would say like eight one and three are usually where i achieve like the hardest i remember the first time i ever took the enneagram i got a three
2: okay yeah
0: um which is the achiever yeah Becca, that's interesting to me. You don't strike me as, like, achievement-oriented. Okay. <laughs> um... Not in, like, a... Did that sound bad? Like, in...
2: It's just kind of funny. It is just kind of funny. I know you didn't mean it in a bad way. Yeah, no, not um... in, like,
0: a mean way at all.
2: No, it is, like, I've always kind of... Cause I have taken this before and I've always got I only get three, really. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. It is kind of like my Capricorn South Node vibes, like.
0: Don't I also have that? Yeah, no. I think so. Yeah. Oh, really?
2: Because you're a Cancer North Node, right?
0: Perhaps.
2: Okay, we'll see. Dot dot dot. Uh. <laughs> chick bick mima otis perhaps (laughs) perhaps um yeah i don't know i think it's like a deep part of me in which i do care about those things a lot Mm -hmm. um but it is it does feel like very like crypto grind set like wake up um cold shower type of thing which i'm i don't associate with too much but i definitely do like like have a lot of i don't know i really care about success
0: yeah i feel that too yeah well i feel like i feel like i at least used to be much more achievement oriented than i am now and i'm still like very achievement oriented but just like i've chilled out a little bit
2: that's good that's very good
0: yeah oh my god i there's nothing that will bother me more than somebody who's like take a cold shower in the morning like you don't strip your life of, like, every single joy. Like... <laughs> literally. And if you are, like, think about that. Like, just think about why that is. Like, why do you feel the need to strip your life of literally every single joy that you feel ever? Like...
2: Yeah, something I love is waking up and being a normal temperature. <laughs> oh, <literally. laughs> why would I take that away?
0: Something why? I like waking up is, like, waking up and, like, not feeling like I'm being tortured. Like, not... Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So... Also, like, our yeah. body is a certain temperature. Like, <laughs>
2: and that's what we're supposed to be Literally. there is another Um, I looked at this other Enneagram website thing and it has because type 3 uh-huh. is known as the achiever but this other one has it called the performer
0: oh and I was like okay Wait, maybe that's, drama. that's more
2: about exactly maybe I relate to that a little more um,
0: maybe that's how I'm identifying actually yeah Um, mine, mine is called the challenger.
2: Yes. And I'm interested in how you relate to this.
0: Eights are defined by their desire to be powerful and to avoid any vulnerability. They present a confident, assertive, and decisive image to others. AIDS can be argumentative and intimidating. It is important to them to stand up for what they believe in and to protect those who are weaker than themselves. Hmm. Eights fear being vulnerable and powerless more than anything and cope with this fear by always being strong and in control. Core motivations Eights are motivated by their desire to be independent and in control. They resist appearing or feeling weak and reject any authority that restricts them.
2: Hmm. So, what does that mean to you?
0: It's kind of triggering in a way because it's like all the worst parts of myself. Oh. <laughs> It's all the things I kind of don't like about myself. <laughs> like, not all the things I don't like about myself, obviously. Like that would be hard to encapsulate in like a couple paragraphs, but um oh, Quinn. <laughs> the Aww. depths of my self-resentment. Um, but anyway. Oh boy. Um but uh yeah, I don't know. I um I don't it it has been something I've been like trying to work on, like all of that okay Um, like because I I did I read Brene Brown's Braving the Wilderness when I was uh I just graduated high school and -hmm. it's a great book about like vulnerability and shame and like all this kind of stuff um Mm -hmm. I am that white woman that likes Brene Brown um and it was like it was fully like a moment in my life where I was like okay I have to be willing to be more vulnerable and I think I have taken steps like since then to try to be a little bit more to shed my exterior a little bit more and it was interesting because i felt like in the word intimidating i just have like weird baggage around
2: i was gonna i actually mentally noted that because i don't i don't think that's true about you and i also find you to be quite vulnerable
0: i don't like to be referred to as intimidating because i feel like it was like because in high school in high school there would always be this phenomenon where like when people would like it was always a theater thing too mm-hmm. um when people would like talk to me like and get to know me and like like me and stuff they would be like oh my god i had no idea you were so like nice and like approachable i always found you so intimidating <laughs> mm. and it was always like bugged me a little bit because i was like well i'm not like trying to be intimidating right because like I feel like it just has a connotation to it where it's like oh like oh you're intimidating like and there's something wrong with that even though it's not like I never set out to be like oh I'm gonna be that mean and I feel like it, right like, I feel like it and maybe I I always like I always wonder to a certain extent because like there obviously was that whole thing that happened in middle school. <laughs> my friends abandoning me that, is t- that I've talked about on this podcast before. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that is the real core fear of mine. My real, my true core fear is that nobody in my life actually likes me and that everybody's just pretending. But like, I mostly land on the fact that that's irrational. Um yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but um, I feel like there's nothing so, I could
2: say to just not convince you.
0: Yeah, I feel like there was like a mythology that I created around that for like, a second that like oh after that I decided to reinvent myself as like a different person and I decided to be more confident I decided I wasn't gonna let anybody hurt my feelings I feel like that's something I believed about myself for a time but I'm not sure how much I actually believe that now Hmm. like so I don't know and so that's how and maybe that's just something I came up with to cope with the fact that people called me intimidating okay Um, but it was. It's interesting that you say you're not somebody who I find intimidating, and it was really interesting to me going to college because I feel like mm-hmm. college I was perceived completely differently than I was in high school. Like, I like I didn't, I I was beating the intimidation allegations in college mostly. Yeah, I like heard it a couple times maybe, mm-hmm. but. Like, mostly people just thought I was nice. And I remember my freshman year of college, like, realizing, that, like, oh, people think I, like, people just have this perception of me that I'm really nice and, like, sweet. Sure. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> that was so new for me because, like, I couldn't remember, like, a, because, like, that wasn't the case in high school. Like, was I it like that was not the prevailing narrative around me in high school.
2: Did you, like, grow, like, had you gone to school with the people you went to high school with? You know, like to Do you college feel like or no 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 like middle school and no. st- stuff like that okay i am. Mm. interesting
0: so i don't know yeah so i um yeah i don't i don't super love being called intimidating um and it's something i like try not to be to people because i never want to like put off i never want to put people off is the thing like I never want to seem like I'm being like um a bitch just to be like a bitch because that was that's also probably something that like kind of like a person who was in like a power position over me for like oh like in high school like an Mm -hmm. adult would like refer to me as a bitch a lot and like being bitchy um and so I think that's also stuck with me um one time one time he said to me he was like somebody was like me and my um me and my friend odd in high school we would have this joke that i forget even where it came from but odd would just say oh yeah because quinn's a funny guy (laughs) like like that was the joke being like oh yeah he's funny like i think it was was like so odd like it was just like it was just like interesting and so I forget where it came from, but it was just something we joked about. And one time this person overheard it and said, I don't know if Quinn's like funny as much as he is bitchy. Ow. Yeah, literally. Like an adult said that to me. Like an adult? Yeah, an adult.
2: Oh, yeah, that's not cool.
0: Like an adult said that to me. Um
2: I hope you wrote that down. Yeah. And so um
0: it's yeah, so it's something I'm I'm definitely aware of. Like, I never want to seem like that to people. Like, I never want to, because I'm not. I'm not like that. Like, I'm not. Like, I think it's fun. Like, like it's fun to be bitchy sometimes. Like, it's fun to like say terrible things to your friends. Like, everybody. Like, everybody's done it. Like, everybody's just like, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. does that kind of thing. But it's just like, you know, it's it's not something I want to be like. I don't want to be like Regina George or something like that. Um, no. I, I don't, don't think... think, and I don't think I am. No, you definitely. So, <laughs> but the test was like, oh well, yeah, you might be actually, but um, it was most, but it's written to be like positive and stuff. Maybe I'm just taking it a certain right. way because my lived experience is what Could it be. is. and I just shared it with all of you. Um, but yeah, I don't know.
2: I think yeah, like a lot of those describing words are really extreme. Uh huh. And I find you to be, like, a confident person, you Mm -hmm. know, but I don't think you're, like, an insane dictator.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It is also a thing where, like, if I had answered questions differently, like, I would have gotten a different result. Yeah. Like, based off what it said, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what questions I could go back and answer differently. So I wouldn't get this. And I would get a three instead. Or I would get a one instead. Right. And so... That was also leads me into something I didn't like. I don't like the Enneagram as much as like, like, I don't find it as fun to take as like the 16 personalities one. Because mm-hmm. I find the questions really repetitive. Like it feels like they ask you the same question 30 times.
2: Yeah. A lot of them are also super like, it feels like career oriented. Maybe that's just the way I'm looking at it or the way I'm answering. Mm-hmm. But whereas the Myers-Briggs deals with more social, I would say and, like, yeah. your interior life, I feel like the Enneagram is trying to ask you about, like, your exterior life and, uh-huh.
0: like, your career. hmm That's interesting. So it feels skewed. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't enjoy it. And, and the Enneagram is, I definitely felt that thing of, like, I need more context. Because, like, I feel like the mm-hmm. Enneagram is generally a little less specific than the 16 personalities ones.
2: I would agree with that.
0: Um. Wait, character, fictional, wait.
2: Oh, yeah, look
0: that up. Enneagram, types of 99 fictional characters. The best list. Enneagram, eight characters. Well, we're starting off strong from what I saw in the preview. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Harry Potter. Noice. Alistair Moody. Voldemort, the Joker.
2: (gasps) Oh, my God. How are you, Harley Quinn and the Joker?
0: And this one also (laughs) says Katniss Everdeen.
2: Oh, okay. Hey, She's got a
0: point. She's got a point. The fact that I got Katniss's type in two different things—I'm so Katniss-coded as the thing.
2: It's telling me something. I'm the
0: Katniss Everdeen of Manipixie jump scare.
2: <laughs> exactly. What are
0: you're my- like Effie? If I'm Katniss,
2: mine saying Ron Weasley. <gasps>
0: <gasps> Terrible.
2: Damn! What the <laughs> hell?
0: You Dor- are dumb. Overweight. <laughs> What's that, <Beyonce laughs> to <then? laughs>
2: Um, Dorian Gray. Damn. Ooh,
0: I've been meaning to read that book for a long time now.
2: <laughs> That's been on my Goodreads for a minute. Scarlet O'Hare. These are kind of weird. Oh.
0: These are you are like- very Scarlet O'Hare coded, like minus <laughs> the whole owning slaves things.
2: Thank you for clarifying that.
0: <laughs> like if she didn't own slaves, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's Becca up on the screen." That's so
2: Becca. Damn, Arnold She's Schwarzenegger, achiever. Taylor Swift. Oh,
0: <gasps> drop everything now. <laughs> Meet me.
2: Oh my god, Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, Damn. yes. Oh my god, wait. Where do they get this? So- like I, literally it could I, i'm taking it though oh maybe
0: it's because it's the performer
2: guess what i got regina george and they got a point and i also got voldemort
0: <laughs> wait it says voldemort for mine damn what the hell <laughs> it's like how people have different interpretations of the bible
2: yeah i guess
0: <laughs> so i've heard mine came off a weebly site so it must be true
2: I don't I didn't even look at what mine was.
0: Was there did we talk about whether you found your Enneagram results surprising?
2: Um I mean, like like I said I've taken it before and I've always gotten the 3. Mm-hmm. And well, I think it's like I don't know what I would align with mostly other than 3, like I find Like you said, I find a lot of parts of myself in all of this, uh, except for maybe, I don't know, the loyalist or something. Yeah, number six. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not really suspicious. (laughs) I'm not really suspicious like that of other people. What do you mean by that? (laughs) That's kind of weird that one of the main traits of that person is suspicious.
0: Skeptical. (laughs) Yeah, that calls it the skeptic in another one. The committed um,
2: suspicious.
0: But some people are like overwhelmingly suspicious. Like some people do believe the world is out to get them.
2: Yeah, that's kind of true. And they live in bunkers.
0: A lot of white men are sixes. Let's just say that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> let's just eat, say plate. that. Um good eight point. But yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess the but challenge I, definitely... I don't
0: feel like completely negative about now that I'm thinking about it as well. Okay, good. Because It's like I do like to challenge like ideas and stuff. Yeah, also be part of it, but just some of the verbiage it was using—it
2: was a little harsh, for sure.
0: Got to me a little bit.
2: I find these way less comprehensive, though, than the Myers Briggs. I don't know.
0: Oh yeah, because Enneagram, it's also like, and also something I do take issue with is like, and something that does throughout my like woo 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 woo, woo is that you can like pay to get like reports for these, which is like I know, boo. Ooh, like <laughs> Ooh. that's weird it's getting weird yeah. guys um I don't like that yeah um mm-hmm. but um so do you generally have a preference between one or the other i guess i like the myers-briggs better yeah i definitely like myers-briggs better well people like ride for the enneagram
2: uh, i feel like grind set people do that like I don't know. Like I just can't yeah, I can't really get behind. And as much like, as I hate that... to admit it, there are
0: people. <laughs>
2: <Ugh>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Take the
0: wheel. Right. Yeah. Neo. Um shitting on the
2: dashboard of my car. Do you know that song?
0: No, maybe.
2: Damn. It sounds like a song I,
0: I would know, actually, in the recesses of my mind.
2: I don't care if it rains or freezes as long as I got plastic Jesus sitting on the dashboard of my car.
0: It sounds like a song I should know.
2: Probably your mom is listening to it. Based off my
0: youth, yeah. Yeah. My Ethel anyway. ass American teenager-esque youth. Um...
2: <laughs> my American teenager-esque childhood. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that
0: goes crazy. JK, That that is not any description of my childhood um but yeah i don't know any final thoughts on these um
2: guys take these for fun but like don't base your life off of them
0: yeah guys don't let it like you know color and like understand that like how you're feeling a certain day can color the results you get yeah and whatever yeah
2: it's very unlike astrology which you should base your life off of exactly factor in every decision you ever have made
0: because that's unchanging you can't yeah you can change how you feel a certain day you can't change where mars was when you were born like that's just exactly. something that's empirical like unless
2: you goofed up on your birth time but that's not you babe
0: yeah that's, that's not you, you. that that's doesn't change the, the truth of the time in which you were born so yeah, yeah. so um okay okay, <laughs> okay. um but yeah, yeah. Okay. I got a little deeper than I was expecting, but you know, sometimes they can be valuable for introspection, guys. It's
2: you being vulnerable on camera, proving your I know. Way. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I need
0: to I need to do in like an art copy way, <laughs> like prove them wrong. I show your true oh colors. God, I have that shirt that says like prove them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> braids <laughs> on ass <laughs> have I ever sent oh you that meme god. of ice spice it's like photoshop but it's a picture of her wearing like a cut off t-shirt that says this is my fight song
2: oh my god no uh, Wait, paired, good one pa- paired with the t-swift harness
0: Literally. <laughs> <laughs> this is my
2: fight song she was feeling silly oh my
0: god. And goofy when that had transpired
2: yeah hilarious even
0: <laughs> uh, Ugh, well. I think we're gonna have another little break, mm-hmm. and then we'll be back to get into our segments. Guys, I'm scared.
1: Ah,
2: scared. That was me bubbling to the surface and Quinn being really scared. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> like the mermaid she damn is. <laughs> exactly. Thank you um so time for our weekly segments uh before we say ta-ta and guys we have to thank you again because i know (laughs) we have been receiving comment corners and that is the feat in
0: it of itself i know we haven't (laughs) had to bully anyone in such a long time
2: (laughs) it's like really refreshing and see how good life can be when you do what you're asked
0: exactly y'all heard me crying mumbling belly aching About the fact that oh I'm intimidating like I don't want to be that but sometimes you guys push me to be (laughs) that. Exactly. That hasn't been the case recently and so for that we thank you.
2: Yeah, we thank you. We thank you so hard. So we've got a lovely comment uh, via Gmail from our good friend, friend of the pod, guest, previous guest, extraordinary Lauren Taylor. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, Lauren. So Lauren pens to us, guys. Hi. (laughs) It's been so long. Great way to start the the
0: email. perfect intro guys (laughs) hi
2: guys hi
0: already i'm like so she chose (laughs) those set of words how
2: (laughs) exactly no punctuation so brave guys hi it's been so long since i've written into the pod don't worry i'm all caught up just a crazy senior year and that's actually what i'm writing in about i need advice from my two favorite pit alum since i have only a month left of school what is something you regret not doing before you graduated? After having a year to reflect, I thought your insight would be amazing. Peace, love, and jump scares, Lauren. Lauren, again, we thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And it's a brave thing you're doing. Graduating. Oh, yeah. my God.
0: One of the hardest things you'll ever do. <laughs> exactly. It's so and, difficult. And, like, I don't know how to describe to people who I know who are graduating this year that, like, they haven't even hit the hardest part yet.
2: It's going to be so, like they bad might guys. Like, they, like you
0: guys might think if you're graduating in May of 2023, you might think it's like, Oh, how like it's gonna, it's so close. I'm good, like, I've made it this far. The demons are coming,
2: yeah. Like, oh boy,
0: the closer you get, kind of the harder it gets because you kind of give yourself that mindset of defeat because you're like, Oh, I'm so close to the finish. But then when you actually like understand the whole of what you have to do before that, or at least this is how I experienced that.
2: Mm-hmm. to me
0: i will never forget i listened to betty who on las culturistas and betty who dropped out of berkeley college of music like five weeks before graduation or something so she could pursue a record deal and i remember Mm -hmm. listening to that at like the beginning of like spring semester last year i want to say and being like oh my god how stupid who would drop out of college with five weeks left like just finish it girl two weeks it was like (laughs) i was even closer to the finish than betty who was and i said (laughs) put a fork Ooh. in me I'm done <laughs> like I who cares about this degree I've done most, I've letter. done all of it like
2: yeah yeah it gets tough so uh-huh. in that in uh-huh. the thick of it I really recommend Lauren I want to live vicariously through you I want you to go crazy like crazy I want you to join the Kathy club I want you to like jump up in the middle of a lecture and like start doing cartwheels on the floor. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want you to social experiment what would happen with your life if you gave no cares and you know you're never going to see these people in, like, a month. Literally. That's what I regret not doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh,
2: and also, if your mom offers you a ride back home for Easter and then to the Charlie XCX concert, don't
0: go. (laughs) Don't (laughs) Don't take (laughs) it. Just go, That's the trap, Becca (laughs) (laughs) fell into. Don't go. Even if Quinn did have a (laughs) level 3 sprain on his ankle and like was kind of the ankle that one does drive with as well. Is that true? That is true, Ellen.
2: <laughs> and is already like
0: and is already <laughs> yeah. a risk on the roadways is the thing.
2: Right, right, right. Right, yeah. right, right. Um so just don't don't do that. But that's it. Quinn,
0: what is your <laughs> something? Yes. <hype? laughs> <laughs> well, so you're scared, Something I regret, actually, um, mm-hmm. that used to be a practice of mine, but kind of it was kind of complicated by like the pandemic of it all. But something I used to do at the end of each academic year in like late middle school and all of high school is I would write thank you notes for all my teachers. Like I would Aww. write each of them like a thank you note That's um, cute. and like just give it to them at the end of the year and um my teachers were always very appreciative of it and um it's something I always wanted to do in college and like I didn't quite know how to like scaffold it in because it's also like it probably should just honestly been like a semester thing but um I just didn't do it my first semester because your first semester of college is one of the most overwhelming times of your life I would say <laughs> that is a um, tough one. And sure. so I just didn't do it and then I was like and then COVID and then and I like to do them handwritten and like I didn't want to like you know be like what's your address and I didn't want to email them either because that just just feels impersonal a little bit and I feel like it like for me it like encourages like repeating the same things you said to other people and like having like a whole like format kind of thing. And that's just not what I am interested in when I'm doing something like that. Um, mm-hmm. and so that is one of my regrets that I didn't, I didn't end up doing it because also your last semester of college, one of the hardest times of your life. And so, um, I have been thinking about actually like going back and doing it and like picking out people who were like important to me throughout my college career and like writing That's them so notes cute. and stuff and sending them to them. Cause it's something that like bothers me that I didn't do. And it is something that like it would be like a a little significant like thing. But um I think it would also be really nice. And obviously like mm. in like a not that I think about it this way, but like it's just like, you know, you never know when those people are gonna come back into your life and stuff. And so mm-hmm. showing your gratitude for them is nice. But yeah, that is Oh Yeah.
2: That's so cute. Lauren, don't yeah. do the cartwheels. Do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so, like, put on. Like, it sounded so put on when I, like, no, I was thinking about it before cute. I said it, and I was like, this sounds so, but it is, it is generally something I, genuinely something no, I No, because
2: as someone raised by an educator and having so many educators in my family, they mm-hmm. do, I'll t- and being an educator myself.
0: Uh-huh. And being an educator myself. Part-time.
2: <laughs> Part-time. Um, all yeah. all summer 2019. <laughs> they're not getting um the recognition that they deserve usually mm-hmm. so it's really nice that quinn would do that and lauren's gonna do that now so yeah that's really sweet
0: and you can also write handwritten notes to your favorite podcast hosts who help get you through you know a particularly turbulent time in your college career
2: it's so true and i will give you my address to do
0: that yeah uh, mbj po box
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god tease okay (laughs) well lauren with that we bid you a great final season a happy senior year but i really hope that in all of it you just have fun um make some memories be you
0: be authentic to yourself
2: Be your true self because we're never gonna be these people in this place again literally okay okay um Yeah, and so enjoy that, and we love you, Lauren. Thanks for Mm -hmm. writing in. But we must move on to our next segment. So, of course, we're going to start off with our jump scares of the week. This is anything Quinn or I found upsetting, disturbing. Uh, Quinn used the word harrowing earlier. I think that's apt. So, Quinn, what was that for you this week slash today, right now?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, guys, So. Me and my friend Corey throw back this thing. It might have did it start with you and me, Becca, where I was like, you cannot manifest negativity. Yeah, you say that, right?
2: Well, I don't know if I say it because you said it, or I don't know if you say it cause I say it. I it the lines have been. It's a real snake its own tail. It's an a
0: Roberto <laughs> yeah. kind of moment right now. But yeah,
2: when did the egg cross the road type of deal? <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for years yeah. at this point.
0: Um and so I was like, I was really racking my brain because I do like to prepare sometimes for this show. And I'm like, because sometimes with this thing, even though we do it every week, it's like sometimes I get caught flat footed, like going into jump scares and man fixing moments. So I'm like, let me try to help the listener and like think of my thing. And I was like, huh, I really don't mm-hmm. have anything that was like super scary. Like there was this one person I saw at a bar this weekend that I thought was attractive. And then boom, girlfriend. And I was like, uh, yeah, boo. But it's like, even that, it's like, oh, it's almost not. And so I had that thought today. <laughs> and that, oh
2: my what god. what did I
0: do but go to Starbucks?
2: Oh, God. Okay. A place where
0: I've been frequenting a lot because I like to get out of the house when I'm doing, like, jo- like work. Like, little, like, tasks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, let me get out of the house. Let me do a little something. And so I'm at the Starbucks. And I did something that I knew I shouldn't. And that was order a mocha because I do enjoy a mocha. Mm -hmm. But Starbucks phones it in so hard on a mocha. It's actually insane.
2: Like too much chocolate, you say.
0: I think that might be part of the problem. It just tastes like chocolate milk. Like it just like. Yeah. And and I'm always like, and I decided to actually, because sometimes I like, do it like I get it from like an airport Starbucks or like a whatever which is a different Mm -hmm. experience than like an actual like brick and mortar Starbucks I would say and so I was like sure let me give these people a chance and they did let me down it was not good but it was like okay well you know whatever sunk cost fallacy I'm gonna drink this now sure girl I'm like in the Starbucks and I have a little jacket on and I'm like oh this jacket is a little restrictive let me take it off I take the jacket off and what the fuck do I do but knock the coffee all over my damn keyboard of my computer that is a senior geriatric janky.
2: yeah she's janky (laughs) living
0: and I described MPJ as living on a 2013 MacBook Pro in a dream last week because what happened to us again last week other than the fact that our fucking thing our video didn't export properly right story of my damn life producing this podcast anyway (laughs) um like and so i'm like okay what the fuck and it's like literally so not only did it go all over the keyboard it's also all over my green pants that i enjoy so much that i got for like 20 yeah
1: exactly and
0: so i'm like it's like It's like I'm like at a first aid, and it's all over the table, and so it's like I have like a book on the table that I'm reading, and so I'm like very protective of my books, and so I'm like, what the fuck, and so it's like triage, like it's like when you're a first responder, like I was in the exact same position as them. I was like, I was like, so what do we do first? And I'm like, okay, the laptop has to come first because it's being seeped into, and it's like, it's like okay. Also, none of the workers like came to my aid, and it was like, like I was making a big mess, like.
2: it was of their concern all the workers were like,
0: <laughs> all the workers were like i pretend i do not see it and honestly i respect them for it um i would
2: have to do the same in their position i, would have to do the I was same. like
0: i was like i i know beck would do the same uh, <laughs> and uh, i do have a question for you about working at a starbucks but anyway sure um not right now i'll finish the story first but okay so it's all over my pants and it's like so anyway i'm like okay let me do the laptop first and so i wipe off the laptop and i'm like oh good oh good literally looking at jobs like i'm like doing what i'm supposed to do and i still like get myself into trouble um (laughs) and then it's literally all over my pants like all the chocolate sauce was somehow at the top of the fucking drink and like is just directly on my pants and i'm like oh i'm sure yeah well (laughs) and and so then i have to go to the bathroom and like fully douse my pants in like water from the sink and hand soap to try to treat the stains and stuff um and I have to clean up the table because it's all like dripping on the floor now. I'm creating this like big mess. And I and it's also like there are just other people in the Starbucks. And I'm like, this is when I'm experiencing ego death, like in real time, because people are fully <laughs> seeing me like like a little stupid baby. Like I just <laughs> spilled and now I have to like Oops, mean it all Google off. Gunga. <laughs> um Yeah. Aww. And so yeah, so guys, it wasn't long before my computer just started going crazy going stupid like i would hit keys and nothing would happen i would hit other keys and too much would happen oh and my mouse wasn't working properly like i would click it and it would do one thing and i was like oh no!" and i have spilled water on this keyboard before of this very computer and i thought it was done at that point this was when i was in high school and then i just didn't use my computer for a month and when i came back it was like brand new it was kind of (laughs) crazy
2: dry as a brick
0: but um <laughs> there was significantly less liquid that time as compared to this time like it was like I did a pretty good job okay okay um, good good to know and so I was like okay I guess I and it was like it was like I left my house specifically to go to Starbucks I was literally in Starbucks for all of 10 minutes before I was like okay uh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> let me ruin <laughs> and then of course I didn't like obviously get like the job stuff done and also get something else that i'm working on done that mm-hmm. relies on my computer um for the yeah. day and so i was like okay so i come home and i'm like fuck and so i like take a minute i throw my pants in the washing machine and i got my computer and i'm like oh wait she's normal again I'm like this is actually kind of iconic oh
1: sweet. and so then i take
0: like an hour and i'm like okay well now i've calmed down i should probably try to like get back to something especially since my computer works what the fuck happens then? But then it's not working again. And like I can't type anything. I'm like hitting buttons and nothing's responding. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh cool. <laughs> that meme with that girl being like, oh. <laughs> <I'm>, like, <laughs> oh
1: that was okay, very yeah. me with the computer. <laughs>
0: um, and so then I decide to be like, okay, I'm not touching this for a second. I it's upside down in a room in my house with a towel under it, hoping some of the liquid will come out of it. Oh. I am not particularly confident it will come back. And i think that actually might be for the best <laughs> to this moment she's hanging to this moment oh yeah and guys this is the reveal of the episode this is not the computer this is not <laughs> my computer that we're on right now dun dun dun
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait you've <laughs> been someone else you? this whole time mm-hmm. scooby-doo moment um yeah. so is this your mom's computer then
0: well, this is this is now the other part of the story. So, okay, I of course have to do Mama Hour. Like nothing will disturb my peace like that. Like I'm yeah, world well, could be ending, but I'm watching Jeopardy. Is the thing? Yeah, like, apocalypse good. could be going. But if there's a cable connection and Ken is reading out clues, oh, I'm there. <laughs> um, I'm sad. I'm sad is the thing. <laughs> and so I so then I'm like, okay, my mom has a big desktop in our office so i text her and i'm like okay what's the password to this and she's like um it's this but it was being weird before i left just so you know and i'm like and then i go down and i like type on it and i also remember my mom telling me a story of when she spilled something on her keyboard girl she didn't even grade her number her keys are sticky like Ooh. the shift key just fully like will not come up after you push it down like <sighs>
1: Oh, and I was man. telling
0: Becca about my mom's computer and like you can't yeah. even open Safari. Like she did something crazy to that thing. Like, I don't know. Dang. Science <laughs> cannot explain that computer to me. Bewilderment. And so then I I'm like, okay, I have one more option, but if this doesn't work, I have to cancel the podcast recording. And honestly, I don't even know how we're getting a podcast out this week if <laughs> that had happened.
2: <laughs> no completely. So
0: I go down to my father and I say, Dad. Can I see your computer? And he has one of the ones the newfangled ones with no ports at all. I will say something my computer has. She got all the ports, baby.
2: Okay, nice. USB and Apple, everything.
0: Yeah, but Miss Apple yeah. said, actually, y'all are going to have to pay some money for all that now. Yeah, USB-C. And yeah, <laughs> I wasn't used to all that. Okay. And so, and then I was like, and so I was like, okay, my dad is willing to lend me his computer. And then also I was like, well, do you have the things? They're like adapters. And he was like, oh, yeah, of course I do. And I was like, oh, how? and then so luckily he had because that was the other thing because it's like if i don't have lighting or a camera i might as well not do the podcast either but yeah. it's like you know and so then so mvp of this podcast episode shout out to brian murphy my father
2: thank you father
0: to us all um really this episode yes yeah. um <laughs> this episode of mpj brought to you by him i am on his lovely macbook air That does sound like it is preparing for takeoff right now, even though apparently these things don't have vents. Um, Mm, The airs get weird, yeah. Yeah, but um, it is, like, I am in the year 3000, especially compared to my computer. Like, it is crazy being on a computer now and being like, oh, my God. (laughs) This this is what it feels like to have a functional computer? like. It's crazy. No, I that is gonna be the, like one of the nice things when I get my computer, it's gonna be like I'm stepping into the year 3062. Like it's gonna be Oh crazy. yeah.
2: You're gonna be able to do every, anything.
0: I'm gonna be like, they do this now? Like
2: <laughs> Will you look at that?
0: Because <laughs> I also haven't updated my computer in literal years.
2: Well, yeah, it it couldn't bear it. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> also the updates
0: take well, I just recently cleared out some space on my computer, but the updates okay. take up, of course, like they take up your whole computer storage for some reason.
2: That's so stupid, right? And they,
0: like, expect... Yeah, anyway. But anyway, so that was, like, why I came in with such a frantic energy, because I was literally running around with a literal, like, a literal chicken with my head cut off for, like, an hour before I this see. recording. Dang. Um, so, yeah, Things that's you my do. journey. I do make a lot of sacrifice for this podcast, <laughs> so unironically, like... <laughs> like, like real-time, real truth. Real-time, real truth. Beck and I be putting a lot of work into this fucking podcast, so glad it resonates with some people yeah thank you and it is all worth it i was gonna say something that was a little less positive but it is all worth it already just for the fact of doing it and so that's how i feel that's my official statement and i stand with the victims and i also (laughs) have not eaten like an actual meal i had some pretzels earlier and a clementine and so i'm starting to feel hungies but oh um so anyway but becca Mm-hmm. Enough about me. What is your mana fixing moment this week? Or no. What is your jump, so I'm scare, jump scare, this week? scare? We're not. Jumping ahead in the, the book. Hold your horse. Sh- Just because I'm hungry, yeah. doesn't mean I can <laughs> rush the show. Wait, wait, wait. wait.
2: Um, so my jump scare this week, I mean Yeah, I'm kinda of grasping our straws here to be honest. Not much has happened, but Go I, will I say think this. I went through enough for both of us. <laughs> Knock on wood, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um I do feel like a mom from New Jersey every time I have to go buy something now because mm. I'm like, I do find myself saying like, these prices. <laughs> oh my God. Literally. Look at these prices.
0: <laughs> what is going on? Uh,
2: what is going on? How? What are people going to do? What yeah. are people going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um. No, like I had to buy, well, first of all, I had to pay for my um contacts (gasps) uh
0: anything medical like
2: (laughs) it's rude like it's so rude it's really really rude (laughs) like i can't even i don't want to have to pay for that stuff to see like people always are like oh i always wish that i had like glasses like they look so cute
0: Girl. They cost money to have yeah. a disability, like something you can't control costing you <laughs> exactly. money. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So you don't want that.
0: Literally. Uh
2: so annoying. Um, and yeah, I had to buy like just some food from the store, and it was like debilitating. Literally. <laughs>
0: it's debilitating. Yeah, no, guys. the fact that I, I got out of grocery shopping like at just the right time. You got out? Yeah, because I don't do it, like, after running my own household for so long.
2: Right, right, yeah. And then I became a transient
0: person. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And now I'm in my parents' house and I just let them do all that. And do I sometimes suffer the consequences of the fact that there's nothing that I find appetizing at all in my house? Yeah, but small price did you go did you ever go through the phenomenon of like um coming home from college and being like what do my parents eat like coming home to a completely empty fridge empty pantry empty
2: no literally all that is in my mom's house is two dozen carton of eggs and like a thing of cheese and then there's like frozen chicken in the freezer. I'm like, this can't be it. <laughs> this can't like, this be can't it. Be what are it? you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. No.
0: I've also talked to uh, about it with like Valerie and somebody else who I've like talked about it with. But like, what happens to our parents when we go to college? Why do they stop eating?
2: No, it's crazy. They,
0: like, Why do they starve themselves? Like,
2: <laughs> but then I go to my dad's house, buffet. Oh my God. <laughs> but so he doesn't have much, but he has variety fresh okay. and also like all the basics you could possibly need sure. like whip up a good meal because something secret not secret um you guys don't know yet about my dad is that he is the best chef in america
0: <laughs> wait really no
2: yeah people always tell him to start a restaurant he's a grill he dad he doesn't want to do it. he grills when he needs to but he prefers to be in the galley girl really <laughs> with the steamers on yeah yeah it's true um yeah yeah <laughs> he has like his own recipes and everything but he doesn't want to start a restaurant because it's too much work or whatever i don't know mm. anyway and he's like 75 in JK. this economy <laughs> jk he's young back his dad um, be,
0: like in this economy <laughs> in this economy <laughs> um
2: so yeah basically uh, the things of practical life just exhaust me every time. Half of my jump Literally. scares are financial. It's just so exhausting. Money guys. is so
0: scary. I wrote so in my journal. Terrifying. I wrote in my journal. I was reading some of them recently for something, and I was like talking about I had a talk about money with somebody in my life, and I wrote like something to the effect of, "Well, I had this talk, and I didn't want to curl up in a ball afterwards. So that's <laughs> progress."
2: That definitely is, because I cannot say the same. <laughs> I cannot say the same. Money yeah. is
0: so scary, and that's such a fun thing about living in a capitalist society.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, let's try and be happy. Let's turn to the light. Um, in the face of all this. So, mm-hmm. now we move on to our Manic Pixie moments. This is anything so cute, so cute, so slow, so kawaii. Uh Um, for me and quinn this week so quinn what was that for you this week
0: well so as you guys know famously unemployed famously need an income Mm -hmm. famously have plans in the future that heavily rely on income and like famously don't have that so now i'm like in a place where like every time i spend money i feel so bad about myself and i feel like i am truly betraying myself yes um and so that's like a fun thing going on with me right now. But mm-hmm. I was randomly on eBay because when I went to Seattle City last weekend, my friend Bridget was taking pictures of me with like her digital camera. And I was like, these are so cute. Like, I want to get like a shitty little digital camera, like the one that Macy has. Yeah. Um, Becca's former roommate friend of the pod. Yes. Um, <laughs> that took our cover image. I was like, I want one of those. And I was like, let me see how much those are. But they're not even that expensive. And so I go on eBay and I'm looking and I'm looking and I find like a couple and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then I find something completely not a digital camera, but something else I have been looking for, ooh, which is a like fully manual camera. So... Well, a fully manual like thirty-five millimeter camera where you can like actually adjust the settings yourself, which is like a little bit more like it gives you more control and like is more like skilled, let's say, than having like a, a automatic camera, which is what I have. Both of which, mm-hmm. and so, but usually the automatic cameras because they have or no the um manual cameras because they have a little bit more like prestige. Like they usually cost more. And so I was like, huh. And then I came across one and it was only sixty dollars. And I was like, that's a really low price for that. Um, and it was like $17 shipping. And then I was like, okay, that's a really low price for that. But honestly, more than I'm willing to pay right now. And I already bought like one camera this year. And so I was just like, okay, well, anyway. Mm-hmm. Then I get an offer. Oh. Okay. 50% off. $30 now plus shipping let's go and I was like oh my god oh my god and so I was like okay let me take like let me sleep on it and let me see but it's also hard because it's like what if I miss it and then I miss the opportunity
2: right and I think about it forever and ever
0: yeah and so then I was like okay let me do it (laughs) um and so then I buy it and so but that's not that's only part of the manifesting moment right oh my goodness I get a message from the seller They literally live in my town. Shut up. They literally live in my same town. Like, five minutes away from me. Oh my god. And so then, what do they offer to do? But refund the shipping because they can just drop it off at my house.
2: They're going to drop it off at your house?
0: They already did, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait.
2: (laughs) Wait, that's so cute and cool. (gasps)
0: whoa yeah this is her oh my god she is a pentax asahi um and spotmatic and um yeah it was made in japan and i know this is a japanese one because they were called something different in america but asahi means they were produced outside of america oh, and cool. i got a cool little camera case with it and yeah it was literally only 30 dollars, and that's a really good deal um, and yeah, so now I have this. I haven't gotten to play with it yet, but my I'm god, it was to meant so. to be yours. That's and so yet, cool. No, it really like works. Like, because that's the other thing about buying off eBay is that's hard sometimes is because people be like, oh, untested. I'm like, so what if you just tested it? Like, yeah, so, so I could have easily. some insurance, but like, <laughs> pretty, but like, everything that I've tested about it works, and that's awesome. That's a win. So yeah, it was nice because. And then I look at my computer for one of the last times, probably. And (laughs) what do I see on my vision board, which is my background, but a manual camera (gasps) that I put on there to represent my, like, want to, like, you know, continue my, my photography hobbyism. Yeah. (laughs) My hit. My my (laughs) um, And...
1: Oh then god, something so very
0: much like this is sitting there and i'm like wait
2: well, so yeah,
0: yeah. So oh my is god
2: this
0: I love... my light is blowing it the fuck out but also these are just so like oh like come on so the look of these for that.
2: it's so cute though just the it's aesthetic so exciting. she's so
0: cute and she has a cute little arm strap and like a cute little carrying case i'm just obsessed with her and i'm so excited to see uh... the photo she makes Yay. These cameras were literally they started production in like the 60s too. Like, isn't it crazy? Wow. Oh my God. Like
2: what are the chances? What are the freaking chances? I know.
0: Guys, open yourself up sometimes.
2: Yeah. Moments like that make it all worth it. Wow.
0: And yeah. And especially $30 seems like such a low price compared to what laptops cost.
2: Oh yeah. So bask in this. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> well you um, can <laughs> enjoy
0: it actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Becca, that was my man fixing moment. And what is yours this week? Would you say? Well, thanks.
2: Thank you so much for asking. Wait, mustachioed um,
0: neighbor wasn't even the man fixing moment. That's crazy. I know. That means this is gonna Cause... be good.
2: <laughs> well, don't get your hopes up because I really I realized before that it that should have been maybe my okay. Moment. So and we all um, make you that know. mistake sometimes. Exactly, but I couldn't not bring it up when I thought of it in the catch up. So mm-hmm. anywho, um, much like you last week, I did a little spring cleaning of myself. <gasps> yeah um
0: Liberating. and
2: I switched my winter and spring clothes out and oh my god, the the color it has brought to my room. I mean, mm-hmm. I already have so much vibrancy in the winter. Can you even believe and imagine mm-hmm. how many colors I wear in the spring and the Literally. summer? Like crazy.
0: This is a culture I need to get into, like putting away clothes for winter and summer.
2: It's something my mom always did. So I'm just like trained, but I literally just flip, like, I just switch the sides of the closet that they're on because one oh, door okay. stays open and one door stays closed. It's kind of how my vibe is.
0: Yeah. Cause mine, I am starting to embrace, I have to, I put a bunch of things cause like, I took a bunch of things out of my closet that maybe I don't wear, but I do want to keep mm-hmm. like just some things need to be in storage. Cause sometimes they're like special pieces or like right. I collect, um, like concert merchandise. Like I really like, like having a mm-hmm. piece of like the concerts I've been to. And so like, I usually buy like a t-shirt or something and I don't want to get like rid of those just cause like, I don't wear them a lot or like they don't right. fit or something like that. And so, you know, um, special box. I'm embracing storage a little bit more
2: yeah yeah i have so many clothes truly crazy um yeah. something i will never ever need to do again is actually buy clothes and i need to remind myself of that
0: but um, i will all do the it time again, inevitably
2: <laughs> I, I will probably at some point but then i look um, i
0: go into my closet and i'm like so i hate every t-shirt i own actually or like no, i'm just crazy. bored of wearing them i don't hate them all i don't hate you yeah
2: there is something like i don't know but yeah it it it's always good to also like be like oh my god i forgot about that like oh, i love I this love piece of discovering clothing something like, that i forgot
0: about and then you I get had. like excited
2: to style it like i'm so yeah. excited to like oh my god go to work and look cute like
0: and i also feel wow. what you said about being like a collector of clothing because like i feel like i have like pieces mm-hmm. like i like i have pieces that i'm like okay this is like a piece like i don't like i'm not like I don't treat things like disposably right like a lot of people treat that's why I like relieve myself of like the fast fashion thing because even when I do order things from like fast fashion places like there's a shirt I've had from like a fast fashion place for like a year and a half like I bought it from like ASOS or something but it's like yeah I like, pretend I'm not part of the problem because I didn't throw it away like immediately like
2: right because I've got it on repeat I've got it on repeat We'll constant repeat
0: song on replay <laughs> but that brings us to the end of our ever-loving show and yeah. um so becca where in the hell can people find you on the internet these days i feel like it's so hard
2: <laughs> great point um they can follow me at becca hobart on instagram at where y'all going during World War III on TikTok, and at BexGloss on Twitter and Spotify. They can also find me frolicking in a field with all my spring clothing on. Yay! Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually if they are so inclined?
0: I will say, I will share my apps and stuff as I usually do, but I do want to say how impressed I am about... I just had a thought about your TikTok username. And it's always like, whenever you say it, I'm like, oh my God, it's interesting that she still has that because it was in reference to the first time people started talking about World War III on TikTok was in reference to when we killed the US by we, Um, not me and Becca personally, um, Uh uh (laughs) is when we um, took out Soleimani, who was like an Iranian like general right? Yeah. Um. And that was like the first World War Three allegations on TikTok, and that was like in twenty early twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And now there's like a whole other war, a whole other war, armed conflict going on that that could be in reference to.
2: Yeah, and it's funny Isn't that crazy. I actually, I predecessed all of that, and I actually, in fact, had to tweet in the beginning of twenty twenty. Guys, I'm so sorry. This has been my TikTok username. And I'm clearing all allegations that I am sorry if I did manifest this. I'm a oh, master really? manifester. Um, so if if it so happened, if it was on me, I do apologize.
0: Wait, so what's the story behind it being your TikTok username?
2: I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel what? like it's impending. Were you... <laughs> it's going to happen, <laughs> happen eventually. at some
0: point. Yeah. There's be there can- two movies and not a third one. <laughs> exactly. Like it's always a trilogy, <laughs> what franchise has stopped it too ever. Like what like, yeah. I know it's how an exercise the exercise impulse control, works. literally. Exactly. Yeah. Slaughterhouse. <laughs> <Delisa. along. laughs> Um, but you can find me at Quimpy Murphy Mm -hmm. on both Instagram and TikTok and you can find me at Quimpy Murphy underscore on Twitter did you hear that only people who have Twitter blue are going to show up in the for you section of the Twitter app soon what
2: the hell Is that really stupid that's really stupid
0: I mean I guess I'm just going to look at the following again like I used to
2: yeah dang but one more thing for my thumb to do (laughs)
0: literally (laughs) so hard anyway elon will ruin that fucking app if it's the last thing he does anyway literally and you can also find me holding a funeral a celebration of life even (laughs) um a celebration of death, more like, because I'm like, you know what? Like that was. The it's one thing about when I was, damn like, time. When I felt like when I was like about to have like a freak out, and when I was about to have a public freak out in Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> one thing that kept me back was like, okay, you said you wanted a new laptop for at least a year and a half now, <laughs> so. It's due time. so it's, due it's okay you can you can stop kicking the can down the road like at some point in my life i was gonna have to forfeit money over to somebody to give me a new laptop like i wasn't gonna ride out the rest <laughs> of my days with that
2: yeah by my it's kind of it's kind of like when my iphone 4 like was a little cracked and then it accidentally flew out the window and i like was forcing <laughs> a new one
0: <laughs> yeah Wig the event.
2: <laughs> yeah dark day it's like when when I my phone in
0: the damn lake. <laughs> it
2: was so. It was so Quinn's phone at the bottom of the lake vibes. Oh my god! I forgot the lady of the lake has your phone. That's who's been texting me in the, <laughs> the late the of Cuca night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Because sometimes people are like, "Oh my god, why would you send this to me?" And it's like <laughs> a, it's like a picture of like a dark kind of gelatinous thing. And I'm like, I didn't send that to you. Um, And Becca, where can people find the show if they are so inclined?
2: Well, they can follow at MedicPixieJumpscare on Instagram, Mm -hmm. TikTok, Mm TikTok, and YouTube, where we post the podcast at length in video form if you want to watch our beautiful faces. And then you can also please email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. I know we keep talking about how we have comment corners, but there can truly never be enough. Literally. Because ultimately, this, this podcast will go on into the foreseeable future. Yeah. And me and Quinn have already shined our bright psychic light upon so many years, so kind of seeming endless actually to us i know um <laughs> no
0: end in sight for this really
2: so stock up while you can get those comments in um before we blow up and act like we don't know nobody
0: <laughs> Literally. well i do listen to a podcast that celebrated its like 10 year anniversary recently wow that's awesome yeah and i've been listening to them for like isn't it crazy we're getting to a point in life where like doesn't it like do you like think about life sometimes and you're like oh my god that was like like I've been listening to that podcast for like eight or nine years. That means that is crazy, and it's like oh. I can't believe I've been doing anything that long.
2: No, it is like I started watching YouTube in fifth grade. Like there are some girls, like yeah. I don't know. I'm Solana Del Rey with the vloggers that got me through COVID.
0: Connor Francis is thirty, guys. Like, what is going on with that?
2: Oh my god! No, the other day I rewatched a bunch of like tyler oakley and like
0: memory heart videos oh my god that would be taking me back i was
2: tripping i was tripping like (gasps) if i like like... watched
0: like a coming out video oh watching connor Francis coming out video like do you remember coming home from eighth grade and being like oh my god this well he walked in the president of youtube's office and said i want to make history and that's what this is
2: (laughs) and that's what this is and then everybody followed all the girls all the girls and we're still waiting on
0: Tyler Oakley's
2: um <laughs> uh you haven't spoken on it so he hasn't spoken
0: oh my god um we're, we're Quinn. Quinn and, and we're Rebecca
2: and, and thank, thank you for listening, listening. I am Titanian
0: Make sure to like, leave a rating, and subscribe, even. And maybe even leave a comment. Um, the likes really help me out, you guys. I can't describe how much the likes descri- help me out and promote my channel and help with the algorithm. It just seems like YouTube's against me sometimes.
2: And if you really like the video, remember to restart after you've watched so you can not skip that six-second ad.
0: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Little wooly. Manic Pixie Jumpscare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart.
2: Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart.
0: Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy.
2: Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart.
0: And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.